Bandwidth for Changelog is provided by Fastly. Learn more at Fastly.com. We move fast and fix things here at Changelog because of Rollbar. Check them out at Rollbar.com and we're hosted on Linode servers. Head to Linode.com slash Changelog. The best place to open is the, the question that started the weekend, which was on Friday we heard the news, will Microsoft buy GitHub? And we went into the weekend kind of speculating whether that was actually true or false. It, you know, some some pretty interesting parties reported this, so it seemed like as close to true as it could be, like Business Insider and then Bloomberg finally picked it up on Sunday, but... The Verge. The Verge. I mean, these are outlets that don't tend to, you know, spread, you know, uh, not true news yet, you know? I don't want to say fake news. Well, they were even reporting (laughs) rumors, so like... Right. The Business Insider one on Friday afternoon was a report of people saying things that are going to happen, but there was right. no there was no confirmation. So that one was very much rumor-ish. And then, yeah, like you said, as the Bloomberg one hit, I mean, Bloomberg's a pretty big news source. And as the Verge hit, and these were on Sunday, right? These were these are Saturday or Sunday. Bloomberg was on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, Business Insider was the first to break it on Friday, and this is like. End of day Friday too, like worst time for news because like, hey, I'm done. I'm going. I'm I'm going to do my weekend. But right. no, it was it was time for news. And I think at like four thirty, I logged the, will Microsoft buy GitHub and linked to Business Insider, and called it a weekend. I was like, we'll see. And here <laughs> Come it Sunday, is. yeah, Monday afternoon, and like it, like, the deal is done. Yeah, or at least pending regulatory review. Uh, the rumors were true, you know, whatever leaks were happening over the weekend were legit. And Microsoft has agreed to acquire GitHub for $7.5 billion. I think the important thing there too is to note, and I'm not sure how nuanced this is, but that's in stock in Microsoft stock. So, I mean, that's, that means it's not a cash deal, right? Well, I mean, those stocks are publicly traded, so they're as good as cash in terms of you can immediately turn around and sell that stock. Right. Unless there's like vesting and stuff, I don't know how these right. Deals there's always work, some sort but, of details, but yes, I think uh, I think that's definitely worth pointing out. The speed at which this happened, of course, from the outside, it looks all very fast because, as we said, we heard the rumor on Friday, and then Monday we have official announcements from both parties, uh, Microsoft uh, on their official blog, and then Chris Wanstroth, one of the co-founders and the CEO of of GitHub, writing on GitHub's blog. Uh, confirming both both sides. And so this conversation here, the spotlight we're doing is to just share initial reactions. You know, this is a huge part. Both these companies are a big part of our world. And this will have, like I said on Changelog News, I think broad sweeping implications, and we're just not sure what they are. Like things are going to change. They could be better. They could be worse. And it'll probably be both in different directions for different people, right? Depending on where you are. But this is a... This is not a, a a neutral. Like there's gonna be ramifications. And so, you know, developers are all reacting. And so we just wanted to share our reactions and maybe even share some of the community's reactions that we've been reading about. There's a couple different angles you look at this though, right? Like one, it's a success story, right? The three fellas got together one time in a bar, decided on an idea, started to execute. It was a Rails app. Like this is a darling. Uh, of a thing like it's grown into something different so the the facets of which you can look at this are very varied so to speak mm-hmm. like you can you can look at this and say congrats Chris and the rest of the team for you know 
executing on an idea and coming out with $7.5 billion of worth to somebody, right? And then you mm-hmm. look at it like, how is this going to change the community? How is this going to change the way open source communities organize and ship software? Primarily, a lot of that happens on GitHub, although it's not the only place. It is the primary place. So when you mention open source, it's sort of as like inherent that it's on GitHub for most of the part. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, on one side, I, I remember sitting in a room with Chris and Tom in 2008, literally three months after they created GitHub and they were just like very nonchalant. Like it was, it was not at all the GitHub it is today. And I can remember sitting there thinking like, just like, this is the next big thing. Everybody knows it, but it wasn't there yet. So on one side of my perspective, I'm like, congrats, like huge congrats on this momentous occasion. This, this, you know, just huge success from zero to 7.5 billion is not easy. And, uh, and then also, at the same time, there's a lot of questions of like, where's it going to go? How's this going to change things? Yeah, exactly. And so, I mean, from Chris's perspective, so like I said, like, depending on whether you're happy or sad or mad or joyful, it kind of depends on who you are and where you're at. And from Chris's perspective specifically, and no doubt to like the early uh, holders of GitHub equity, right? it's a huge win. And we know that, you know, Chris wanted to step down as CEO uh, as much as was it August that, that was announced? I mean, it's been a while. Call That's the least. second time too. He, you know, had to step back in as CEO, and this is his second time stepping down. And so this this landing at Microsoft is not simply a cash deal. From that perspective, it actually comes with it uh, a CEO, a replacement for Chris, which is uh, Nat Friedman, um, one of the co-founders of Xamarin, who's been at Microsoft for a couple of years. With Miguel de Acasa came there. Uh, when Xamarin was acquired, and now Nat will be moving into the I think CEO 400 role. million, right? What's that? The the acquisition? Xamarin acquisition, I believe, was around 400 million. Yeah, so, I mean, sounds right. Yeah, uh, so that's happening, and um, there's a Nat, Nat has a good post up on which is kind of funny the on a GitHub Pages domain called uh, Hello GitHub, which we'll link up, uh, but y'all probably have seen and read it as it's. These things are making right. waves through our community. So that's happening from Chris's perspective, from Microsoft's perspective. Like there's, you know, what does this mean for Microsoft? We can talk about what it means for GitHub and then we can talk about like what it means for everyday users like you and myself. Right. At some point I want to speculate a little bit. So if we can't talk about it now, let's earmark the fact that given that conversation we had with Julia White at Build, I have this suspicion that their next move will be to open source it somehow to open source GitHub, GitHub yeah like code. go go to an open core model of some sort to give the community what they've been asking for which is i think uh, it's just been you know they open source so much and i think github had to hold their technology somewhat close to their vest to get to this point and i think now if i'd personally like to see microsoft follow through and just say you know what the platform's open source i feel like that would would win a lot of favor for them and a lot of trust for them that they have, you know, open source in mind. Mm-hmm. So what do they have to lose? I guess $7.5 billion in stock. <laughs> well, a lot already, of money. They already signed that away. So they did. Yeah. There's a lot of value there. <coughs> Excuse me. But consider all the developers that will leave if just because of the Microsoft name and you and I know that we've, we've been tracking the story for, several years on this change that we see we we begin skeptically you know on this story but 
over time, you and I have both sort of like lightened up to the suspicion of Microsoft and see the the mm-hmm. the insides, the leadership change, the even at the developer level change, and we see VS Code be the darling in GitHub, and we talk to folks inside of VS Code about the just the way that project is run. It's like that's super open source, mm-hmm. you know, and we see a lot of that change, and I just hope that that others kind of give them a chance to at least state their case before they say they're totally bad. Let's start with that. So I, I agree with you that the, well, on both accounts, first of all, I think that open sourcing it would be, uh, would win a lot of street cred from them for them on the community's behalf. And I also agree that, you know, we've seen this transition that does not appear to like by my best take is not a facade is not a front, right. It's not just marketing talk. Like it's, it's legitimate change uh, from from the top down and from the bottom up as well. It's kind of interesting. But let's talk about our initial reactions. Then we'll talk about community reactions because there have been both positive right. and negative community reactions. Um, but I I wanted to start with the way you felt because when you wrote about it a little bit, even talking in our Slack, so this fired up quite a, a uh, interesting little conversation in our community Slack. As we everybody has those initial reactions, you seemed very optimistic about this. Long term, is that is that a fair assessment of the way you felt about it initially? I, I, I'm I'm positive because that's my nature. It's not because I think because of our history in the conversation of trusting or not trusting and the evolution of Microsoft and that shift. Because of that, only because of that, can I be more comfortable? And I'm just naturally the kind of person to see the brighter side of things mm-hmm. and to at least give them a chance because. If GitHub trusts them and Chris, who started this, trusts them and sees the the leader that Satya is, the CEO of Microsoft and Nat, and knowing that he understands what GitHub is, the responsibility it has as a business, and then responsibility also as a as the epicenter of open source, I would imagine he would have those interests in mind. And everybody may not agree with the direction he takes it, but I think he would hand it off or have enough couth to hand it off to the right kind of next leadership. He's also looking at the next 10 years. So he's not just saying like, okay, for the next one or two years, Microsoft will manage this well. Now he's thinking for the next decade, what's the next decade look like? And to me, I just see some optimism there. Mm-hmm. So I'm a mixed bag of emotions. <laughs> I think I've, so I, at my first reaction was, was just surprise. And I wasn't surprised from Microsoft's side. Like, it makes total sense from them. Like, I call that shrewd business from them, right? That's just a good move, in my opinion. I was surprised that GitHub would would sell to Microsoft, not because of, like, the evil empire side of it. I just didn't realize they were in such a state that they, you know, we find out they're having some, you know, uh, revenue problems. Now, I know they had some losses early on, but, like, startups have losses all the time. So the revenue was happening, like, what was it, like ninety eight million in revenue twenty sixteen something like that. It seemed like from the very start, GitHub had good financial ground, and we know they've had their ups and downs with regard to leadership, and they've had their problems there. Um, and I knew that Chris was actively seeking a CEO replacement, but I guess I just wasn't like it wasn't top of my mind that it's been a while and they haven't found anybody yet. And so in that regard, they're fairly well. I've heard it called rudderless, which I think is probably a little bit too harsh. But, you know, searching for for leadership replacement. And so because I wasn't thinking about those things, I thought, just surprised that, that GitHub would sell. The more I thought about it, and now, I mean, I've had 
I mean, this, these are Friday afternoon feelings for me. Right. Because it was like, well, the question is, will this happen? And so I was thinking, you know, it seemed like it was actually a rumor, but a pretty solid rumor. And so I feel like, well, it, I think it actually is going to happen. And I was mostly just surprised. Now, do I think it's a net win or a net loss for the greater developer community? <sighs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm kind of, I'm pro- I'll probably slot myself in as slightly less optimistic Mm. Uh, than you are, but not uh, necessarily a doomsdayer with the circumstance. I'll address that skepticism and rewind a little bit. So I think the totally having one of the big four, right? You got big four as as noted by Scott Galloway, uh, Microsoft, Google, Amazon. Who else? Who's, who's the fourth? Facebook. Facebook. So all four of those are deeply investing into open source. Uh-huh. GitHub is where, in quotes, open source happens. And one of those takes ownership of that place. Something's going to change, naturally. Hopefully it stays a neutral ground, which is why I think everybody's pushing for an independent GitHub. Uh-huh. That makes sense because you keep those four away from the control of it, which means that none of them have control, but now one of them does. So I can clearly say that your skepticism and your concerns are validated and... That makes sense to me. I totally get that. Something yeah, I, I, I feel like most of it is like my, um, my support for like independent business, you know, like that's where I feel like something's been lost where it's like, this is consolidation of power. Even if that's right. Even if we think that's benevolent power, if we think that that's going to produce, you know, more value than it's going to take which is kind of like reminding me of conversation or said shock conversation. But um, for oh, me, it's yes. just like there was an independent entity and now that that's gone and that's, and that entity is not just any, like it's been a core center of our life for the last 10 years, right. Mm-hmm. Our business life at least. Yeah. I so mean, that's a, like a little bit of the skepticism or the sadness. Like there's, this actually uh, resonates with what I pulled a few tweets out to get everybody's reactions. And here's one uh, from a fellow named, Masukomi um, on Twitter. He says, now that it's official, I have to admit my emotional reaction is sadness. He says, I don't believe that Microsoft will screw up GitHub anytime soon. But at the same time, I feel like the community has lost something. Was nice to have it be an independent company, but I get the reasoning. And then that, that resonates with me. He's not saying the sky is falling, but he does feel like there's something lost there with specifically with the independence of GitHub. You know, I, I think it remains to be seen, but it seems clear that change is a coming. What that change is, we may not know. Uh. If they can promise to the other bigger players who may have concerns and stop using GitHub, which may change the ecosystem and social network that it has become for programmers and software developers and anybody making software, change is going to happen. We're just not sure how that change is going to take place. The other thing to consider is like, is the viability of GitHub, like you mentioned and alluded to the, their revenue and run rate and loss and things like that. Obviously it's a business, they're a business, right? It's not just this happy place. Free code gets hosted and somehow magically it does. Bills get paid. Money has to get made. It's a business. The, the next step for GitHub to become the GitHub that needs to be there for the next 10 years to keep that going needs to be a GitHub that can go through either dare I say uh, an ICO or an IPO, Right. ICOs are interesting new ways to fund things through cryptocurrencies. There's been a lot of speculation around that or an ICO, which is not 
easy. Either of those are not easy. Mm-hmm. So you either you either get a new valuation, more funding, just to keep trying to make more, or you eventually become a GitHub that competes with Microsoft, Google, Amazon, Facebook, but not maybe not Facebook because they don't have a cloud, but mm-hmm. the other three do, right? So you start to compete with them. Do you want to do that or you want to get bought by one of them? You know, that's a tough road. Yeah, it is. So sharing a little bit more of the community reaction. First of all, we should mention that there was, uh, you know, there was GitLab. Was, GitLab happened in this in the wake of this, which is, uh, I, I think, a lot of the developer gut reaction is like. And the nice thing about Git, right, is you can easily just get pushed to a different remote. So we That's had true. a we had a massive jump in GitLab. What was it? New repositories that happened over the weekend. Is this, mm-hmm. is this rumor? Yeah, imports from GitHub. So. With any move like this, you have like the people who are just going to jump ship. And I'm just happy that, A, we, we use technology where it's easy to jump ship, right? Distributed version control makes that right. very easy. And B, that GitLab exists as an alternative. Like, what if there weren't any, what if there was no Bitbucket, there was no GitLab, there was no, maybe that's it, SourceForge, right? SourceForge is... It's not a place still, anymore. I mean, it's still a thing, <laughs> but okay. So I, I named the I named the alternatives. But if GitLab hadn't been formed, then you know there wouldn't be anywhere to go. But do you feel like most of these people are overreacting with the whole just export right when you hear the news? But yeah, out. You know, I mean, because of the ease of transition and move, yeah. I'd say yeah. I mean, what can it hurt to wait and see? Right. I think in life, people can get and deserve second chances. I mean, obviously that's a sliding scale, of course, but I think for the most part, Microsoft, as we've documented, has been working hard for years to reclaim their trust, to reestablish trust, to reconnect with developers, to make new inroads, to open source things like uh, Miguel de Acasa mentioned, it was like the crown jewel of Microsoft.net, uh-huh. right? I mean, to me, Sure, the skepticism there, the distrust is there from the old Microsoft, but leadership has changed. So to me, I'm, I would like, let's just wait and see. You know, why create this whole stir? Sure, voice your opinion, blog about it, whatever, but does it need to be a mass exodus? I don't think so. I, I think the community would be better, be better served by patience. Patience to see how will it work out? Can we trust them? And if we can't, then you do what you need to do. Then it makes more sense. Yeah. So here's another reaction. Well, I guess I stated kind of a sad reaction. Here is uh, somebody who's, who's positive. Okay. Um, and that is Kyle Wild, a.k.a. Dorkitude, on Twitter. This has 70 retweets, so at the time that I snapped it. So there's some support for this sentiment. He says, as a developer and longtime GitHub user, I responded to the news that Microsoft has acquired GitHub with a sigh of relief. It was never totally certain the service would stay online forever. And now I believe it is. Mm, Yeah, definitely lifeline. I mean, if you've wondered if GitHub's going to survive, the answer now is yes. The other side of that is, is how and in what capacity will will its relationship with the community change? Well, what do you think will happen with regard to that? I know, you know, it's it's tough to read the tea leaves and and tell the future, but first of all, let me say they've, they've, uh, They've communicated that GitHub will continue to operate independently right. as a community, uh, a platform, and a business. GitHub will retain its product philosophy. These are bullet points from Nat Friedman's post. So like, there's very much a hands-off from the Microsoft side of this. 
um, aside from the fact that they did provide Nat, who is a Microsoft employee, as the CEO. So obviously he'll be highly involved. Right. But they're saying like nothing changes for the most part. And part of me thinks great. And the other part of me thinks that's what everybody says when they acquire some. Of course. Yeah. I mean, so yeah. Okay. Do you think it's going to, well, there'll be dramatic changes or do you think it'll be small changes over time? I mean, we can look at LinkedIn, we can look at the purchase of Minecraft, we can look at, I don't know what other things Microsoft Skype. has done lately. We, we Skype. use Skype every day. <laughs> sure, there's a love-hate relationship with the the handling of acquisitions by Microsoft. No one gets everything right. I think the place you go for a source of direction for this is where you went with back to Nat Freeman's post. He ends uh, it by saying, I'm not asking for your trust, but I'm committed to earning it. I can't wait to help make the GitHub platform and community. And they've all said that platform and community that's special to all of us even greater. So for me, Nat is someone alongside Miguel de Acasa to found Xamarin, obviously eventually sold it to Microsoft, but there's some affinity there. Obviously they are developers. He's been developing since he was six. I didn't even know that until this article, but there's some uh-huh. trust I have there. Like if you've got it, you need a developer at the helm of GitHub. You need somebody yeah. in touch in the trenches, willing to get in the trenches with that community because I think that's what was required. You couldn't just take a rando executive from any or any CEO from any established, you know, corporation, just install them there. I think it needs to be a developer that has earned their way to that level of management. And I think that's that person. He's asking for the trust. He's shown he can lead Xamarin. He's done some interesting things with technology, to me, I feel like this, in every angle, they've given a promise of like, we've got you. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. I know you don't understand what's happening right now, but we're going to take care of this. This will be right. Speaking of Miguel, uh, he had a great tweet about this, uh, which is like over a thousand retweets wow. uh, when I snapped it. He said, Satya looked at Microsoft's bill from all of the code that we host on GitHub and figured it would be cheaper to buy the company. <laughs> <laughs> I don't doubt that because the same we in an unaired episode of the change law, we asked a question to the VS code team when they've talked about the recent integrations of GitHub marketplace. And uh, I think it's uh, visual studio team services and things like that. I think even VS code, there's some sort of integration that happened there that we talked through that was like, okay, Oh, it was Azure. It was, it was integration with Azure. And uh, it was like, okay, so I know that marketplace has a 25% payment to GitHub for that transaction. Uh-huh. And so like, there's a lot of money exchanging hands from Microsoft to them. It's it's like, well, we keep paying this bill or just double it and buy them or yeah. quadruple it. <laughs> I don't know how much money they're paying them. Obviously it's not billions because we know. Seven and a half billion is more than a quadruple it, I would, I would expect. But yeah, I get the point. They're also investing in the future too. Like Azure's not going anywhere. Uh, their mantra of everything is a computer? Is that what yeah. it is? Everything is a computer? The world is a computer. The world is a computer. If you have yeah. that kind of mindset, I mean, it would be natural to to want to extinguish a potentially very large bill and just say, hey, let's make sure this thing lasts and lives and install a developer CEO that can actually lead. Because Chris stepped down. When I say actually, I didn't mean it like negatively. Chris right. desired to step down from CEO role. They were looking for a new CEO for like the last six months. So some change needed to happen there. And there was, there was really no, I can't say no leadership, but in that particular role, the leadership wasn't fully established because of this right. desire for a new CEO. 
And if I had to guess what we would see in terms of product changes in the short to medium term, I think you drilled it with Azure. I think this is a, a natural fit for tighter integrations with Azure. I think we'll see you know, more of the like deploy to Azure button type of things getting integrated into the product. And I think that's a clear win for Microsoft. And I think it's a, a loss for anybody else with a, with a cloud. I think AWS, I think Google Cloud Platform both take steps back in terms of how tightly they can integrate with GitHub in that regard, because now Microsoft owns the keys to the source code kingdom. That's another interesting point too, is, is the, you know, if they own that key to the kingdom, so to speak, and while their terms of service may or whatever may say they don't look at your code, it may, if you're one of the four or anybody influential that cares if somebody else right. can see your code, you may be more leery. Where there was trust for GitHub to say, I'm not looking at your code. I'm, I have no compete with you. So what's the point? But if you're AWS or yeah. Google Cloud Platform. Direct Microsoft competitors who are either paranoid or, you know, mm -hmm. or perhaps not paranoid. You know, this would require some, uh, you know, Ill illegal maneuvers on Microsoft's behalf, I believe. Oh, yeah. I mean, gosh, could but, you imagine that headline? Oh geez. Microsoft sniffs code, steals AWS pla I mean, whatever. Whatever the right. that would be that would be insane to see that kind of headline. Hopefully it never happens. Here's another community reaction. Kelly Summers, aka Kellabyte, over five hundred retweets. Our industry is really whack, she says. We trust some rando startup with all of our source code that could disappear anytime. And a company known to have a track record of supporting things for decades buys them out, and now you all worry? Who else would you have liked to buy them? So she's, uh, she's optimistic. But, I like uh, She's yeah, awesome. Me too. She's always got something in her. She's got a great to attitude towards... I just love her, her perspective on things. I'm glad she wrote that tweet. So it brings up an interesting question, though. Who else would you have liked to buy them? Would there be a better, better suitor where you'd say, well... I'm fine with it, but I would have been better if it was XYZ company. You know, in all honesty, I mean, since you turned me on to Scott Galloway and Winners and Losers, I've been watching that. Like, as soon as one comes out, I'm like watching it. Okay, so <laughs> I, I feel up, like huh? I've been schooled by Scott. So if, if Scott is a source of, source of truth on this stuff, then I'm right, uh, at least in my taking his direction. But, you know, if you look at who would be trustworthy of something that big, it would be one of the four, but you know, Amazon's big enough. Microsoft, I think just passed them in terms of like market cap and, uh, Google. I mean, can I tell people like how you log into Google and hangouts and stuff like that? I mean, you get, you're skeptic <laughs> of them on the hangout stuff, even like you little in code. I'm skeptical of everybody. Of, well, I just I think it's healthy to a certain degree. I'm not like crazy paranoid, right. but I do like to spread my I like to spread my data around a little bit. You know, I just don't want to give Google all of my data, right? So I feel like if I can have those little silos, maybe somebody can't put together a full profile on me or something. Mm. But anyways, I, I don't know if yes, I was, they have like, Google has a lot of our stuff. Yeah, so I'm not be sure more of our stuff. Trust Google with. I mean, I. <laughs> I'm not sure I would trust Google with, with GitHub. If that was the headline, I'd be like, oh my gosh, Microsoft because they're because they're such an, they have been such an underdog. They've been earning yeah. it, as we've said with Julia White and others. Like they brought the code, they earned it, they came to the community, they embraced it, they did things the right way. They played by the rules in a lot of cases. Not if you ask Zed, Zed Shaw, which that conversation I really wish that 
Zed Shaw conversation, which is going to air soon, right. uh, was after this because that would have been a different conversation because there's some things that happened in that conversation. Had this happened, we would have right. been able to key into a bit more. But, oh, well, you know, I, I just I, I think Microsoft, because they've been trying to earn it to me, is the best suitor of this if there had to be one. Like if they couldn't go through an IPO or even an ICO, which both of those are lengthy processes, risky processes. You know, you don't know if you if you IPO if people are going to pay your stock price. You don't know if you're going to. I mean, that's not a sure win. It's a long road. It's a different kind of business. It's not self or even VC owned anymore. Now it's a way different regulated company, and that that actually you think about that is Chris and the rest of the leadership team may have actually protected GitHub from the change that would have been forced on it by IPOing or going public, mm. which could be a you know, a different perspective maybe no one's considering. Like, what would GitHub be, or how would it have to change if it went public? Good questions. They're regulated, right? A lot of yeah. regulations involved. They would have to report a lot more on the financials. They would have specific uh, legal obligations to their stockholders and, and to the SEC and other other entities. But uh, I'm not sure what else the implications are. Of course, they did have, I mean, they're venture-backed, so they did, they did have people that they were, right. you know, fighting for already in terms of the financials. Speaking of venture-backed and the concerns of Microsoft and GitHub, uh, Google Ventures invested $20 million last year into GitLab. Right. So not saying that GitLab is owned by them, but they're certainly influenced by some investment of their, at least their ventures wing. And I'm not sure what the relationship, they're not stating anything that's, you know, true run true. I'm just saying that no one is immune to these big four. It's called GV now for a reason, probably because Google Ventures. Maybe I refer to Google Ventures. That's what I know it as. But GV is what they go by now because maybe they didn't want to be referred to as Google Ventures. I don't know. <laughs> but they invested twenty million in GitLab. So I mean, if you're moving there, it could be Sid and the rest of the team may five years down the road be. Worth two and a half billion, five and a half billion, whatever, and be like, eh, Google now buys them, or that could be like six months from now. Who knows? Given this move, that moves now an option. I do like what Sid said in the, and I, Sid, I have to applaud him too for getting that post out. He congratulated GitHub, which I think mm-hmm. is in great taste. Um, about this move. No doubt a busy time for GitLab as they ha- they did receive a windfall of new users uh, through this move. So they they uh, they were taking advantage of that, but like you said, they also took time to congratulate GitHub. and They really, did that first, too. That was the first yeah. thing they did. Uh, and that was even well, still an unofficial announcement, too, but I guess considering the sources, it was about as official as you can get. But the title, and that's why I was taking a little, little while, it's Congratulations GitHub on the acquisition by Microsoft. And, and what I wanted to point out there was just... What he says, he says, what does the Microsoft acquisition mean for the industry? And it just means that developers, in his words, are the new kingmakers and the influence within organizations now growing along with that value. And just reassurance that this is a platform, a type of platform worth investing into. Mm. So DHH had something to say, as he always does. Of course. And so back in 2012, he wrote a tweet that said, I love the GitHub product to bits. We're proud paying customers. I hope they figure out how to disarm the VC time bomb before it blows. This was 2012 he said that, and then today he quote tweeted that one. And 
updated it. And he said, GitHub's time bomb has exploded right on time with the sale to Microsoft. Venture capitalists need their pound of flesh in one big lump. There's no path for simply taking profits in that world. It's all or nothing. Sad end to the independence of GitHub with a crying emoji face there. So, of course, you know, he's always been celebrating the independent companies. So it makes sense that he would have that angle at it. I wonder the biggest, you know, if I could peek into the books of GitHub, like what were their biggest loss leaders? Like where did the, where did the loss that was described in those articles, like 66 million in the first three quarters of 2016, they lost a lot of money. Mm -hmm. You know, like what was that loss? What attributed to that loss? Was it investment into, uh, you know, Salesforce? Was it hiring new people? Was it investing in the community? Was it their conferences? Was it, you know, just the general loss of operations as it comes to hosting open source, where did that loss come from? What do you think? I would have to guess um, labor and customer acquisition, perhaps. I mean, and by that, I'm specifically speaking of enterprise sales, right? Because uh, GitHub's already been very good at acquiring open source indies like us. Like they have the whole open source market, but what their real bread and butter in terms of income is GitHub Enterprise, right? Those on premise sales. And so I think acquiring those customers is very expensive. That's just my guess. I don't know. Just going off the DHH thing, I think he's, you know, he's always said Basecamp is big enough, right? And whatever that big enough is subjective to their desires for big enough. And I think maybe his perspective is like, you know, the independence of GitHub. Could they have gone another way? Maybe. To stay independent, to stay their own company. Only they know. I mean, really, I, I just I can only speculate on uh, on the choice they had to make. I'm sure it was tough, for sure. Well, we're on Basecamp. Jason Freed actually predicted this sale back in on Twitter in February 2014. He said, prediction, if GitHub ends up selling itself one day, Microsoft will be the buyer. That's a pretty solid prediction right there. Uh, that's, four, that's four years ago. I'm taking some advice from Jason from now on. <laughs> I actually, my next always appreciate Jason. I actually, I've always appreciated him, but I, I read that because I think D, somebody retweeted that, and I was like, I'm not following this guy on Twitter yet. I'm gonna follow him just based on that. So I actually hit the follow button for the first time on Jason Freed today. Wow! So, congratulations. Uh, I'm gonna follow some of his advice too because that's that's a pretty good prediction. Well, closing thoughts. We've been rambling on here for a bit, but there's lots to say, and just even evolving opinions. You know, as we talk about it and think about it more. Um, I even just changed the way I feel over time. So still very much initial reactions, but, uh, do you have any, anything further before we call it a conversation? Obviously you're going to have the, the people that just up and leave, you know, uh, and that's going to happen, but I would, I would actually just encourage the community to just chill out and wait and see what's it going to hurt. You know, if the, if the move is that easy, why create such a ruckus? Let's let's give them a chance. Let's give them some support. You know, we'll share the list in the show notes to this, but we've we've got at least ten or more episodes for you to go and listen to to kind of see what we've seen to have maybe our perspective. Maybe not Jared's because he's still speculative, but or skeptical. But uh, I'd say just Always. be patient. Always, yeah. Always uh, skeptical. I just I would just encourage people to be a little patient to give them a chance to make it right before they say they're going to make it wrong. Mm. And it may not be an independent GitHub. That I'll agree with DHH. That, that airs over. But does mm-hmm. that mean that 
what GitHub was or could be is over. Closing uh, community reaction, React podcast host Michael Jackson. He says, honestly, it makes a ton of sense for Microsoft to buy GitHub. After this acquisition, Microsoft will control VS Code, TypeScript, Electron, and GitHub. This puts them pretty much front and center of the modern development stack for a lot of people. And that's true whether you like it or not. So when you're talking about you know, reserving judgment and waiting and see and giving them maybe a little bit of the benefit of the doubt, uh, some of this might be uh, whether you like it or not. <laughs> you know, like this is, it may be harder and harder to escape, right? You can't just run to GitLab if you're still dependent on all these tools that Microsoft is helming up. So... Just it's almost like saying, is that black hole that bad? Because if you're going to get sucked into it, no matter what, just uh, resistance is futile. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I hate right. to end on that note. Uh, resistance is futile. Uh, I mean, that's you, a, if they control a lot of it, then... But if it's for the betterment, <laughs> that's, that's, that's what remains to be seen. That's the question. Yep. We will see. I, I, I will end by saying I remain uh, optimistic. I want to see the bright side because that's my nature. Uh, given our our exploration of Microsoft over the years, that's how I can have that opinion. If if we didn't do that, I would probably be just as skeptical as everybody else. I would I would be like, sky has fallen, all that good stuff. Probably our naysayers will say that's because you've been assimilated, Adam. Oh boy, I've been resistance is futile, and you've been assimilated. Uh, you give you give somebody a little peek behind the curtain, they start liking what's back there. <laughs> We'll see. We shall see. All right. Thank you for tuning into this special episode of Spotlight covering the acquisition of GitHub by Microsoft for $7.5 billion with a B dollars. Stunning truth, stunning headline. And if you want to follow where we're going with this story, how this will unfold, the future of GitHub, the future of open source, where everything is going, we cover that. Go to changelaw.com, subscribe to our emails, subscribe to our podcasts, go follow us on Twitter, we're at changelog. We will help guide you, we will help keep you up. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.